Hello everyone, this is Art Gelwicks, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Now each episode we explore concepts, techniques, and tools that will help you work less and accomplish more. Now since we're trying to be efficient as well as effective, let's go ahead and get started. So this episode, we're going to take a little bit of time to talk about using PDF files in Microsoft OneNote. Now, PDF files are portable document format. It's always a little hard to get that out there the first time. It has been around since the mid-90s, and it is one of those ubiquitous file formats, uh, kind of like JPEGs and GIF files, that people encounter all the time. And PDF files are a great alternative to printing content out. It gives you electronic storage capability. It looks like a printed piece of content, but with the right applications, you can even edit those files, but they still retain a level of protection. It's, it's a very powerful and extremely useful file format. That said, OneNote doesn't natively deal with PDF files. It can export PDF files, but when you pull a PDF file into OneNote, unlike some other applications where you're then able to modify or edit that PDF file, within OneNote, you're not actually able to make changes to that PDF file. So any annotations you make are actually a layer on top of that visual of the PDF file, but you're not, a, you're not audited or you're not altering the file itself. So how does this become useful? I deal with a lot of PDF files in my daily work. So to be able to leverage those, there's a couple of ways I could normally handle it. I could just create folders within say OneDrive, which is one of my primary sto cloud storage solutions, uh, put the OneNote or put the PDF files up in there and then just access them as I would any other file. Or you can do what I do most of the time, which is I will take printouts, virtual printouts, of the PDF files and put them into OneNote notebooks. Now, why would I do this? Sounds like it's a bunch of extra steps. Well, not really. When I open the PDF file in whatever application I'm using, which is typically Adobe Acrobat, I have the ability to see that PDF file in its full glory. When I say print, I tell it to print to OneNote desktop. It then will prompt me to say, well, where do you want this to go? What section, what notebook, what page even do you want this printout to go to? It gives me an easy way to immediately organize that. That printed version is then dropped into that section in that notebook. The advantage is now it's synchronized within OneNote up to the cloud because that's where my, my OneNote files are stored. And the search capability of OneNote immediately kicks into play with any of the content within the PDF file. So now all of that PDF file's content is searchable across all the notebooks I have. So when I start to gather PDF files and load them into OneNote, such as documentation, uh, product manuals, invoices, uh, spec sheets for various pieces of hardware, 
uh, punch list, guidelines, at, you name it. If it's generated as a PDF file, it will wind up going into my OneNote system for, if no other reason, to make it easily accessible in the long term. Now, PDF files typically are not huge, but they do have some weight to them. So what I suggest is if you're looking at using OneNote to help you manage PDF files, especially those that you access more than once or twice, you may want to create separate notebooks to hold collections of PDF files. And I'll use a personal example right now. I Anything I have within my house, if it's the washing machine, if it's the refrigerator, if it's the dishwasher, whatever, almost all of those materials now, their owner's manuals are available online as PDF files. I go and I pull down a copy of those and I put them into a OneNote notebook called owner's manuals. That collected set of manuals then means I can get to that at any time, regardless of what the situation is, and know that I have access to the current manual for that model. If I have that particular thing for an extended period of time, maybe I have a refrigerator that I've had for a number of years and they stop manufacturing it. Well, it's possible that manual could get hard to find online. But if I've already pulled it down and put it into my OneNote repositories, I can guarantee then I will have the information I need accessible. So if you're working with a lot of PDF files, I really recommend looking at a tool like OneNote to help you categorize and organize those files beyond just regular file storage. This can be really useful when it comes to those things that you access only occasionally. As of late, I've become a big fan of leveraging extensions in Chrome and Edge, and I do use both browsers, as well as starting to work more and more with PWAs, progressive web apps. Well, there's an extension that I've started using very heavily that I didn't realize how useful it was going to be until I've had it installed and been working with it for a number of days. And this is actually an extension for Chrome or for Edge for Microsoft Outlook. By installing that extension, and it shows up in the top bar of my browser, in this case, I'm looking at my Edge version right now, I get a Microsoft Outlook icon in the bar right next to where the URL address bar is. By clicking on that, it gives me a direct view into my Outlook or inbox. It's a single click. I don't have to go to a browser page. I don't have to open a new tab. I don't have to open another application or even having an application running on my desktop. That little icon sits in that address bar. And when I get a new email, it'll pop a little red dot in the upper right-hand corner. And it, to, so that I know that I've received a new email message. Within the application itself though, within that extension, I do have the ability to pop it open to a full screen view at any time. I can go through and filter the emails that are in there. I can search for a particular email. I can open a new email. I can even go through and have direct access to all of my folders 
right from that little extension pop-up. And what I think is even more important is you carry over a lot of the key Outlook features. So being able to delete unnecessary emails or archive them, set a flag on them for follow-up, or even pinning them so that they stay at the top of the listing. But if you carry it even further, you'll notice at the bottom of that extension, there is a calendar icon, there is your contacts or your people connection, and your to-do. That little pop-up gives you access to all of that information in Outlook without having to actually go to Outlook proper to be able to get to it. It's extremely productive in my mind because it's extremely efficient. So if you're a Microsoft Outlook user, I suggest you do a search and you look up the Microsoft Outlook extension for Chrome or for Edge. Uh, you'll find that I, I would challenge you to not find it useful just for the reason that you have everything that you need for that information right at your fingertips and you don't have to have a lot of things running in the background. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen. If you found this episode useful, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. It's a quick step for you, but it means a lot to us and goes a long way to helping us help others. Also, if you have ideas for future episodes or topics you'd like us to explore, drop us a line over at Gelwix Tech so that we can make this podcast even more useful for you.